hoping it would draw some sympathy from her landlord. But Mr. Lewis's eyes were feasting on Tammy's breasts, more specifically her nipples that were protruding through the thin t-shirt she had on. She didn't have on a bra, so he could clearly see the darkness of her nipples. Well, you're a pretty enough girl, and I think I could help you out, and give you more time to come up with the rent. Thank you so much, Mr. Lewis. If you could just give me until next week, I'm sure. Wait a minute, young lady. Mr. Lewis just offered to help you, and you don't offer anything in return. Now don't tell me you're a taker and not a giver. You know it don't work like that. Mr. Lewis spoke, cutting Tammy off mid-sentence. Tammy knew that it sounded too good to be true, and now she understood what Mr. Lewis was getting at. Mr. Lewis... I know you don't think I'm having sex with you just to get some more time on my rent, she said, already knowing the answer. What kind of man do you think I am? It wouldn't just be for your rent. I would throw in a couple of dollars so you could have some money in your pockets. Besides, I would hate to see you and them babies sitting out front with all your furniture. So, you just give my offer some thought or give my money to me by the end of this week. He turned and walked out. Tammy was about to cuss him out when she heard her phone ringing again. It was around 2 p.m., so she was hoping it was the call she had been waiting for all day. She looked at the screen, and the number was blocked, so that meant only two things to her. One, it was a bill collector, or two, it was Chris, her kid's father calling from jail. Praying that it was the latter, she answered it, but didn't say hello right away just in case she had to hang up. You have a prepaid call, the operator announced into the phone. Tamley quickly pushed five to accept it. This phone call was right on time because she really needed to talk to him. Chris was like everything to Tammy. They had been together since they were teenagers, and the love that they had for one another was unbreakable. They'd been together for a little more than seven years, and day for day, Chris took care of her in every imaginable way, all the way up until he got locked up five months ago. What's up, babe? Chris asked, putting his back up against the wall. Ducking and dodging Mr. Lewis, she responded with a little humor while looking out the window to make sure he was gone. She knew she could never tell Chris what Mr. Lewis had proposed to her. If she did, he would be going right back to jail for murder this time. Tammy knew how much he loved her, and he would never tolerate that type of disrespect to her from anybody. Chris sighed loudly into the phone. It won't be much longer. I'll be home soon, he said, trying to make Tammy feel a little better. How are my babies? Tammy gave him a rundown, but it probably wasn't what he wanted to hear. They needed stuff, too, things that she couldn't provide at the moment. The everyday struggle was hard, and the only thing that she could do about it was roll with the punches until something better came along. Look, I'll holler at my folks when I get off the phone with you. You'll have some money by the end of the week, Chris told her. Beyond all the jokes and all the seriousness behind Tammy's voice, he could hear the pain inside of her. It kind of made him feel less of a man, 
hearing his woman and his children in distress and not being able to do anything about it. Yeah, his family had mad love for Tammy and the kids, and they were doing as much as they could for her, but it was nothing like having Chris around. With him, she didn't have any stress or worries, at least financially. Felicia jumped into Kim's car with an excited look on her face. Kim looked back at her best friend with a curious gaze, knowing she was up to something. What are you thinking? she asked, hesitating before pulling off. You know how Lamar is always talking about how he has a job? I think we should follow his ass today to see if he really does. Felicia joked, but Kim knew she was dead serious. Lamar, Kim, Felicia, Tammy, Lisa, and Ralphie were the best of friends. They'd all known one another since preschool, and they all had lived on Parker Street for most of their lives.